one rabbi for another was no small decision. And I don't think that it's
most of their life, into their old age, then just at the cusp of huge changes in their lives, as they left their homeland for an unknown future, as they found out they were pregnant with their first child, just then, at that liminal moment in their lives, God changes their names to Abraham and Sarah. Their name change reflects the identity shift that they're going through. And what about Jacob, wrestling with God at the river, also at dusk and through the night? In this little time, at this body of water that marked the border of one land from another, Jacob's name is changed to Israel. His name change marked the huge transformation that Jacob was going through on his journey of reconciliation with his brother that he would enter into the next day. And now Simon, who Jesus calls Peter. Simon Peter, himself at the brink of a new life, a new vocation, a new identity. Now known for 2,000 years as Peter, disciple of Jesus, the one on whom Jesus built the church whose lineage we stand in today. But it started with their openness, their bravery to recognize they did not know it all, their willingness to follow a path with an unknown outcome. So do you know anyone in your life who has changed their name? I have a friend who I've known since they were in high school, and I was their youth group leader. And I witnessed them wrestle with their identity in that liminal space of adolescence. I witnessed them preach their very first sermon at 17 years old on the feast day of Pentecost. And now that friend of mine has changed their name. They too have been open to God calling them to a new identity, a new vocation, marked by a new And it is the most holy thing I've ever witnessed. This person's bravery in saying, this is the name I want to be called, has opened doors, has transformed their life, and has been a witness to me, an inspiration to me, of what I might not know yet, and what God might be calling me into. And I wondered if you knew that the Episcopal Church has a service of renaming. When an event or experience leads a baptized person to take or to be given a new name, this service may be used to mark this transition in the parish community. Did you know we have this? So this um, rite or service um, can be used on its own or on a Sunday morning. And this friend of mine, Gabriel, recently participated in this service of renaming at their church in St. Louis. And I got to watch a recording of it thanks to Facebook. And I'd like to read some of the service to you. It starts like this. Blessed be the God 
Even though we once knew Christ according to the flesh, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Everything has become new. The presider turns to the candidate and asks, how do you respond to God's invitation? And the candidate's answer is, I am a new creation, grateful to embody Christ's image. The presider then says, we are here to affirm the name of Peter, we'll say. This name expresses who Peter is and who they are becoming through the grace of God. We honor the name given to them by their parents and acknowledge that the time has come to declare a new name. We honor the name they have chosen and acknowledge those loved ones who have made holy space for a new name to be spoken. This new name is the culmination of a journey of discovery and at the same time, a new beginning. The presider then turns to the whole gathered community and asks, will you do all in your power to assist Peter to embody Christ's message of reconciliation? And they all answer loudly, we will. Will you honor Peter in name and in spirit as they continue on their path? We will. I think there's nothing more powerful than the witness of those who have been brave enough in their lives to be open to where God is calling them in new ways. And the people in my life, my beloved people who have changed their names, it has been such a holy experience for them and for me to witness it. It inspires me. It inspires me to question my own identities and let myself be open to new truth. It's a witness that we miss out on when we don't deeply listen to the stories of others. And I love that we have this right of renaming in our church, that we honor and acknowledge the beauty of the name a parent gives a child and the beauty of a journey that leads someone to choose a new name. And in the story of Pope, of course, both of them, Andrew and Simon, they don't both change their name. It's not the journey for both of them, right? Just for one. And Andrew, we hope, is, we assume, the brother who stands by and supports and loves his brother, Simon, now Peter. So this is a story of changing identities. It's a story of openness and bravery to where God is calling us in new ways. And I spoke with my friend um, who's, who's recently gone through this rite of renaming. And they told me about um, how about their own journey of, of coming to terms with their new name and how powerful it was to do it in community. That there is a way to change your name yourself and ask the people in your inner circle to call you that name, but to publicly declare it and have the community love you in it and publicly declare that was 